to Teachable Tuesday. I'm Beth Davis, and you're here, and the Lord is here, and today we are diving into God's Word. We're going to encounter His heart and apply it to our lives. I can't wait. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we um, love you. We thank you. Thank you that you're here. Thank you that you have a good word for us today. We come into this um, time in your word with expectant hearts, Lord, that you're going to encourage us to uh, change us and to change even the trajectory of our lives today through your word. Thank you, Jesus. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, have I ever told you that when I was in third grade, I had a big dream? Okay, I dreamed of one day being the president of the United States of America. It's true. I, to this day, I have my little third grade photo journal, and there's a picture of me. I can see it clearly. <laughs> I'm sitting at a desk. Shout out Mr. Morton, who took like little pictures of us to, to capture our dreams. I was sitting at a desk, posing, big bow, American flag, apple on my desk. I'm going to be the president. And this dream led me to a semi-successful career in student government. All through middle school, right, I ran and lost for student council every single year. But I was not <laughs> deterred. I had a dream, people. I had a dream. And by the time I was a sophomore, a junior in high school. Okay, so this is like five elections that I lost. But when I was a junior in high school, okay, I switched schools, people. I just feel like you're being very critical of my dream. I had to win over a whole new student body, okay? So when I became a junior, I was sworn in as junior class vice president. And I went on to be student body vice president. Okay, thank you. So this dream became a reality. And then a funny thing happened. I grew up <laughs> and my dream of being the president kind of went back into this like childhood fanciful thinking, right? I, I relegated it to my past. And I wonder if you had a similar dream as a kid, right? A crazy dream. And then you grew up, you got practical, you became an adult, and your dreams became a little more life-sized, right? They came back down to earth. When you were a kid, maybe you dreamed of being an astronaut, right? Or uh, you wanted to cure cancer. I, that was a dream of mine too, by the way. I had a lot of dreams as a kid. Maybe you wanted to be famous. Maybe you wanted to be a singer or, or be on Broadway. Maybe you wanted uh, to be a famous ballerina or a pop star, right? And, and you would stand in your room with a fake microphone, your hairbrush, right? And posters of pop stars on the wall. And then you grew up. So maybe it's that you forgot your dreams, but maybe it's that you've been disappointed in your dreams, right? It became too painful to dream. Disappointment somewhere along the way became a rule. And so you kind of packaged up your dreams, your hopes, right? And you decided to get practical, to be an adult, to be realistic. But today, I want to give you permission to dream. That's right. 
If you're watching this Teachable Tuesday, consider this a sign from the Lord. This is for you. God is giving you permission to dream again. So what's your dream? What's your dream? It doesn't have to be the same dream you had as a kid. Maybe you have dreams now and you're, you're too afraid to even think about them, much less voice them. But I want to ask you, with the help of the Holy Spirit, what's your dream? Call it to mind. You know, St. Teresa of Avila says, you pay God a great compliment by asking great things of him. And this isn't just a saint, right? A doctor of the church inviting us uh, to dream bigger, to ask more, right? I see it in the scriptures. You might remember last week where we were in Isaiah 54. You'll sense a theme this week. We're still in Isaiah 54. We just moved one little verse from Isaiah 54.1 to Isaiah 54.2. And I want you to hear the invitation here from God to your heart today to dream with him. Enlarge the sight of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. God is inviting you. He's giving you permission to take up more space, to, to get bigger, to dream bigger, to want more, right? He's asking you to spread out, to get your hope up, right? To take up more space. And that can be very scary on our own. It's a vulnerable thing to put ourselves out there, even to admit to ourselves that we have dreams, right? But it's only scary when we're doing it alone. When we dream with the Lord, we're dreaming with someone, a real person, who's able to make that dream a reality. A person who has all of the resources in the world, all of the finances, right? All of the ability, all of the connections. It's not even up to you anymore. When you dream with the Lord, you have the ultimate connection. You have networked with the right person when you dream with the Lord. So share it with God. Share your dream with the Lord. Do you have a, a dream for a business or a ministry? Make a plan with him. Tell Jesus about it. Write out a business plan. Have you been dreaming of, of planting a garden and growing your own vegetables, right? Doing this with your kids, getting your hands in the soil. Or maybe it's a beautiful flower garden out your window as you're cooking at night. Why not draw up a plan? Why not begin to dream with the Lord about that beautiful garden, uh, maybe you want to tell a friend about a book idea, right? You've been, it's been percolating, it's there, but you think, no, I, who am I? Who am I to write a book? Tell the Lord. He thinks you're the right person to write that book. He put it in your heart. And if as I'm describing these things, you don't have any ideas, I, I want to give you two ideas, two ways to begin to dream, right? To dream bigger, to enlarge the sight of your tents to stretch out. I want you to go outside, right? It can be um, discouraging and limiting to try to sit at a desk or at a computer and, and make a plan, right? It feels so adult, but I want you to come into your tender young heart, that part of your soul where things are really possible, where crazy things could be a reality. And I want you to share that from your little girl heart 
with the Lord. So go outside, take deep breaths, swing on a swing set, take a walk around your neighborhood, go for a hike, whatever appeals to you. Maybe it's a bike ride. I want you to go outside and, and, and not work so hard, but just to share your dream with Jesus, just talk to him about it. And then I want you to imagine, to draw, to write, to begin to create, to move forward just with that dream, right? You're not, you're not making it happen yet. You're just dreaming. You're in that process of awakening your dreams with the Lord. I have a dear and holy friend in Ireland who prays for me every single week. It's been one of the greatest blessings of my life. And um, she reached out to me a few months ago and said, I keep getting in adoration that the Lord uh, wants to invite you to dream about your wedding. And of course, when I read that in the email, I had this um, conflicting response, right? Part of me, my heart soared, right? This is what I desire, my vocation. And there was another part of me for whom I just wanted to shut down, right? I'm feeling teary even thinking about reading that sentence. It's painful, right? When our dreams have been deterred, when when our dreams haven't come to fruition and we, we thought that was it, but there's still no evidence of that, right? It begins to feel cruel to dream. Dreaming can be painful, but I wanna say to you today that when your dreams are small, When your hope is small, it's easily crushed. But when your hope is big and wide and deep and robust, when you've got a long view, right? When you're dreaming with the Lord and it's his strength um, strengthening those dreams, right? A little setback is nothing because your dream can go the distance because your dream is safe in the hands and the heart of the one who planted that dream within you. And so I began to dream about my wedding. It was awkward at first. It was painful. I I had to communicate a lot of disappointment to the Lord. I I felt stupid and silly, right? This is so juvenile. But over time, as I kept bringing this dream to the Lord, it became easier to dream. It became more joyful to dream. And now, I'll be honest with you, I think about that dream every single day. I think about worshiping with the people that I love. I think about my entire family being in the church and experiencing the love of Jesus in that mass. I think about it every day. Oh man, (laughs) dreaming with the Lord has changed my life just in the past few months. And I, I want that experience for you too. I want you to trust God again with your dreams. There is nothing, nothing too big. It's not too late, right? You're not limited by finances. I want you to begin to dream again with the Lord. Give God a great compliment. Trust him with your heart. Trust that he's inspired that dream and allow it to be a, a place of deep intimacy and trust with the Lord to grow in that dream, right? To imagine, to flesh out that dream. And as you dream, as you stretch out the tent, right? As you strengthen those stakes in the ground, you'll find that dreaming will become easier for your kids, for your loved ones, for your future, for your finances. We've got to get in the habit, in the practice of dreaming. Friend, I want you to have a big hope, 
I want you to have big dreams so that one little disappointment, one little setback, it doesn't throw us into despair and discouragement. Where is God? Who is he? No, I want you to enlarge your hope. Stretch out your tent, right? Get a robust hope and dream with the Lord and you'll see big, beautiful things in your life. You'll see more of the Lord in your life as you dream with him. I wanna hear about your dream. I wanna pray with you and celebrate with you in your dreams. So share it with us in the comments below and we'll pray those dreams. We'll believe those dreams. We'll uh, experience the joy of your dreams uh, in our prayer. When you hear about my dreams and when I read about yours, the hope increases, right? Well, if Beth can dream, if Beth can trust God, there, there's something that catches there. I can trust God a little more. Yeah, it's, it's painful and I'll bring that to the Lord, but there's more, right? And friend, I want to tell you today, there's more for you, more hope, more beauty, more goodness, more of the Lord if you dream with him. Let me pray for you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. God, I pray that you would give us right now a, a grace to dream with you. A powerful, a beautiful, vibrant, new dream, God. New hope, new faith, fresh hope, fresh faith, Lord. I pray that uh, the hope of each and every one of these women would ignite more hope in us, that this would become a, a wide open space God, where we experience more of you, where we see more of your will and your heart on the earth because we've trusted you with these dreams. And God, thank you for trusting us with your dreams. I have such a sense that God's planting these dreams in our hearts, not for our sake, but for his sake, for the sake of making his name known in the world. So God, we trust you with our dream. We trust that it's your dream and that you'll bring it to pass. I ask you to bless and anoint every heart, every hope, every dream in this place. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friend. I can't wait to hear about your dream. See you next week. Bye.